Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro and Devin Nakuba. How's it? Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts and listen to the podcast. And of course, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. Devin, when they go to Apple Podcasts, what do they do? Please make sure you give us a rating, uh, five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, that's fine, but just don't rate us then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it really, it really does help because it helps to push our show up. What so that you guys want on people other than you are actually going to, I don't care. <laughs> All right. If you, you want like five, help, I help. mean, you got, you know, I mean, that's what everybody says in their little podcast intros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. If you'd like to help the show and get more music on our channel, please go to YouTube. I mean, sorry, go to patreon.com and donate. There you'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. We have two new patrons today. Thank you. Now, granted, we did take a a little break, so. So are people joining for us to stay off? I know, I was going to say. Maybe maybe there's something to that, but uh, who who knows? Uh, There's Rudy from California and Eric from Pearl City. Rudy and Eric. Thank Thank you so much, you guys, for joining joining the the club. Uh, How close are we again to, how many did you We're at 98. No we way. Need two more. Wow. Oh, bring two more friends in, guys, and we'll make a hundred. You can you can put like a dollar. <laughs> right? They can join Patreon for like a dollar. Yeah, right? there's a yeah, yeah. there's a dollar. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Dollar's good. Dollar's easy. All right. Uh, thank you to Koopa Koopa Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. Man, my eyes are getting so bad just looking at this. It's blurry already. Or you can go to koopakoopalandscaping.com. Kevin didn't tell me to stop, so I'm going to keep saying that they are hiring $15 an hour, Kupu Kupu Landscaping. And of course, you can go to Fort Ruger Market for your food. Just had the poke. The poke bowls to me are are, are the best. Mm. Um, the plates are good, but the poke is really good there. It's all fresh. They have good flavors. So I had, I, a, I had a hamachi and pipicala poke bowl. Yeah. And they put a little um, uh, of the salad, the ocean salad in there. Yeah, oh, that was winners. Thanks, guys, for the ad. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, you can go to what? Wait, what did you have? What? Your poke bowl today? Limu poke. Limu poke salad. Okay. For it was good. seafood salad, bro. Was it seafood salad? I was man easy. Yeah, had like crab and stuff. I don't know what it was. It was on all Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> way to plug. Way to plug the sponsor. No, for real. I, I really don't know what that was. I just ordered limu poke bowl. But yeah, then they, they added something on the side, yeah, and I was very, was. very pleased yeah. and happy. Okay. It was excellent. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Of course, you can go to Kumu94.7 to find Devin. You can go to highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle and teamyamasato.com to find me. All right. So I uh, want to real quickly apologize. We had two weeks off. It's um, not John's fault. It is. No, it's not my fault. <laughs> we, we had. So we're doing. we're going to three podcasts a month. But we're going to try to add some different kind of content, you know, to get mm-hmm. people interested in, in coming back to the Patreon. Make it worth so, your while. Yeah, to be Patreon friendly, you know. Um, so so sorry, but we had two weeks off because we had a uh, one of our... Cancelization. Yeah, people canceled on us. Cancelization. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> that that kind of put up. Well, a no, we no. Yeah, our, exactly. Exactly. Tell, them, just tell them that part. Tell them yeah, that so part. we tried to do it. You guys are like that. all over the place with their volume, man. Us three to make it, you know entertaining but I, we had no nothing to talk about i thought it was fine these two did not i got outvoted well you know it's so. a bad podcast when you go 
okay, anybody got jokes or what? <laughs> what? That's, that's what we knew. Was, we yeah, yeah, no, but that's yeah. I mean within the context of a regular we, conversation. We can do a podcast with three of us, but th- this one just did not. I didn't think so. It did not work. You know, yeah. whatever. I thought you guys would have enjoyed it. So, anyway, um, so <laughs> I'm just saying we should have our regular scheduled podcast. We have some good guests coming on, yeah. like our guest today. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, and it's also a new channel, right? Today. So yeah, today is going to be the first podcast. Oh, today on is the f- new YouTube. It would, it would have been <laughs> last the last podcast, one, but, yeah. but because we didn't do it, today is the okay. first podcast on the new podcast channel. So please tell your friends to subscribe to the YouTube channel. But if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or any of the other um, ways to listen to this, you're not going to know what we're talking about because it's only YouTube that changes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So with that, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back with Kamaka Kehel Fernandez Ooh. right after this. Aike ikanani o kai manahila, kai manahila, kau mai inuna. And we're back here with Kamaka Kale Fernandez, our guest today. That was the perfect intro. We got to do this for a while. Can you come every week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And being such a good sport with the the intro. We kind of didn't plan that at all. Yeah. Which is kind of pretty much everything with this podcast. So, yeah. Uh, Kamaka is a a Hawaiian singer, songwriter, fluent in Hawaiian. I didn't know that. Yes. Until I like did my my research coming in from the island of Maui. Mm-hmm. What That's what correct. part of Maui are you from? So mainly Kahului, you know. But oh, okay. I, I lived on different parts of the island, uh, of course, because of school. Yeah, my my wife is from there, so I, I have a decent understanding of what's where and stuff like that. But of course, when we go back to visit, I don't get to travel too far. She's from Wailuku, so we basically stay in the general area. Okay. But yeah, okay, so. I know Kyle has like a million questions because he did start to read about your story. And even I don't know too much of, about your story. I know you've told it many, many times. So uh, is it okay if we go through that again? <laughs> Absolutely, with you? yes. But you're you're quite a, um interesting person because you're not originally from here. By the way, I'm adopted too. So we can really? talk about adoption okay. stories later. Love that. But okay. originally from Arkansas. Yeah, that's correct. But moved here when you were a baby. Yeah, I was adopted at six weeks old, and uh, so it happened by way of Catholic charities, actually. So um, one day, just uh, the the deacon of that church just made the announcement there were kids that need to be adopted. There were a few of us already there in Arkansas, and this is, um, you know, became the heart's desire, as I say, uh, of my mother. Um, you know, wanting to have children, she couldn't have children naturally. So of course, the next step was uh, adoption. So. Um, they flew her up there, and uh, you know the story. She said she didn't have to go through the hospital or anything like that. As soon as she got to Arkansas, I was already there. She was dealing with the, the whole lawyer and all really? of that stuff. That fast? And um, I was already there at um, at their house, that lawyer's house, um, and then turn around to Maui. So, how old were you at that time? Six weeks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so you basically, well, just a little baby. In- exactly. So. Hawaii has been all I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. What, what, is, what is your story? 
my story was my parents knew my birth mother in some way, like not not really close, but uh, they knew. So they had already made an agre- agreement before I was born. Was so, your mom local then? Are your parents local? Or yeah. You mean that? Wait, wait. My birth parents or my parents? Well, I know your parents now, but your birth parents. Birth parents. Yeah. Uh, I you gotta use the right term. Bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it gets conf- it gets confusing. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you gotta yeah, say, yeah, you gotta yeah, say yeah. birth parents. If you yeah. say yeah. just parents, yeah, yeah your yeah, birth parents. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, biological. I don't, I don't know. I know my birth father was not from here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Birth mother may. I don't think so. Oh. But but uh, yeah. So uh, two days old, I was already with my my parents. Okay. Oh, yeah. So and then they're from here, so they've just brought me back. Wow. You know, because they they wanted to raise a kid in Hawaii, which may, many people. Yeah, and you know, then you know that was actually a common thing in Hawaii. You know, usually the the firstborn would go to the grandparents, or mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are some that really just don't know their parents at all. I, I mine was a close adoption, so I have no mm-hmm. connection at all. You know, but yeah, really and mine, mine is uh, stories. I guess technically, I guess because they knew each other, I could go, but I just haven't. But, mm. You know, you come here, you live, you live your life, and yeah, you grow an appreciation, right? Just for what you, yeah, what you have, what, what how you, you've been raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and what I, I mean, so tell us, tell me a little bit about your parents because they put you then into Hawaiian immersion school, mm-hmm. which was, I'm assuming, a conscious decision. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not just send. They said, "Boy, you Hawaiian now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we going all in. No on choice. Yeah. <laughs> so both their parents are Hawaiian. Uh, so my mother is Hawaiian, Hawaiian, Chinese, Filipino, you know, chapsui. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> my father is a Portuguese, okay. which is where the Fernandes comes from. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Um, now, early on in in my life, I was probably about five. Is when they had a divorce and. So my mother raised me pretty much as a single parent thereafter. Okay. Um, but uh, my father from Lanai, mother from Maui, and um, her siblings were um, a part of the Hawaiian language schooling. Oh. Um, and so it, they, you know, they weren't actually able to have um, that experience of going to Kayapuni, as we say. Um, and so um, you know, it was kind of like that renaissance too as well. You know where Hawaiian language was just kind of making a comeback, mm-hmm, yeah. um, and so they're like, "Let's put our kids, you know, in the in the program." Mm-hmm. And, and how did you like that experience? Like, it, well, it's I like mean, obviously it's yeah. it's really paying off for you and what you do now. <laughs> sure, but, but yeah, uh, just a little bit. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. as someone who was uh, you know, not not born Hawaiian or whatever, coming in, did you feel like, oh, I, <laughs> I belong here? And I mean, did it was it welcoming and. Man, you know, there were all kinds of, you know, f- when I could understand what the heck was going on, first of all, <laughs> you know, but for the most part, it was all about acceptance. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, you, you, you grow a ohana, you grow, you know, that those relationships, um, you know, through the, through the program. But of course, I looked different than anybody else. So, of right. course, I was getting teased and, you know, I looked different. How come your hands is this color on one side? and the other <laughs> You know, I got questions like that, you know, curiosity, yeah. right, yeah. kids? You know, even when I was teaching at Punanaleo, you know, they'll ask me in Hawaiian, Anakala, no kia you know, why is your hands like, you know? So <laughs> I kind of joke around, but I'm not even going to say that joke. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that joke. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, curiosity at some senses and, you know, just kids being kids, I guess. So when you when you entered that school, did you already learn Hawaiian from your mom or was your your mom never spoke Hawaiian to you? Um, you know, it was very little. I would say preschool really is where I really got the to dig dig in and um and learn and understand it. Um 
but you know it was very seldomly spoken home mm. it's it's crazy that in in our history of this state at least there was a time when the indigenous people could not were not allowed to speak their own language you know mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. weird welcome to america takes over where you live i, I know yeah. but uh <laughs> yeah. that's kind of how it's been i, guess the Indians, I mean the american indian well, should, should say uh, welcome to anybody takes over where you live i guess what's one of the things they try to mm-hmm. break down it's right mm-hmm. but america's but, probably sorry i mean america's one of the worst ones about it them in the english yeah. them in the english right the, across the board but all the i mean all the conquering ones i mean sorry for the history lesson but uh, all of the conquering ones the, i mean the way that they they say that they take over where you live is they right they got to get at the seed which Can is you the, bring that mic a little bit closer to yeah. sorry but they got to get to the they got to get to the seed they got to get to the kids right so you keep mm-hmm. them from having kids uh, you keep them from speaking their language it's mm-hmm. how you cut them off at the knees yeah. for how they continue the the whole um perpetuation of the um the culture and that's one of the cool things about because uh, Kamaka, when you came in, I was still at FM 100, and I remember seeing you at a gig, mm. and I had that same thing. I was like, oh, wait, what's going on? Because <laughs> it was it was patently obvious that you were Hawaiian in spirit, and mm-hmm. you spoke, you know, Olelo, so you spoke the language yeah. more than many other people. You understood the music in a way that maybe, uh, that I think... People were surprised at, mm-hmm. but I think if they knew your background, they go, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Because I mean, in in even in Hawaiian culture, there's such a a history of Hawaiians. Um, you know, you hanai, you hanai somebody, yeah. You bring them into your family, and you say, "You one of us now." And right. I mean, uh, a guy I work with, um, Chris Styles, uh, who's hey, Chris. who's yeah. the biggest yeah. Filipino human I've ever met in my life, <laughs> but he's pure Filipino. And he lives. He lives on the west side. And everybody thought he was Hawaiian. He <laughs> thought he was Hawaiian. It wasn't until he got to be sort of of a, a, an age where you start to think about these things yeah. that he started to realize, oh wait, I'm not. I'm not Hawaiian. Yeah. But yeah. the that feeling is still there. The that connectedness to the um, to this place is still there. And that's that's the part that's cool. Do you guys know what what time reference did it switch back on where people wanted to learn immersion schools and all the language again? Was that right what? around when you started going, or was well, it I think it started right in the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. Six, it was late sixties and seventies yeah, when uh, Sunday Mono came out, yes. and um, yeah, when they did yeah. Guava Jam, and that came out, and you know? that was like, wait, what? Yeah, because and it was a it was a weird um, it was a weird time because um, Robert folks had taken these old like Kavika is a mm-hmm. is a chant, yeah, mm-hmm. and they took the chant and they put music to mm-hmm. it, and so the purest. Hawaiians were going, what is that? And the younger ones were saying, ooh, what is yeah. that? Yeah. And so you had this interesting dichotomy of the music sort of pushing the the language. Because, like, my parents would never have listened to Hawaiian music if it wasn't for Sunday Mano. Mm-hmm. Because you would think it was all shalangalang and people singing Hawaiian music that you didn't understand. But then you got these... Casimero's and yeah. the Peter Moons who were like rock stars and they're doing this mm-hmm. Hawaiian music and you're like holy shit that's amazing mm-hmm. and it started that whole that's a great thing. timeline oh great timeline yeah. right but it there. started that yeah. whole thing man mm-hmm. even in your music though now you're still experimenting with a different sound using Hawaiian that's very true music, very right? true I, yeah. I'm, I'm in a stage where you know, I mean, how my first album was about, you know, giving back. It's titled Vahi Mahalo, which is just to, to give thanks to everything that, you know, I've, I've learned. But I'm now in that 
space where I want to connect those bridges. And, mm-hmm. and it's really everything to do with just culture, representing culture, respecting culture. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm trying to you know, infuse a little African-American in there as well, you know, mm-hmm. or I mean, there's so many, so many different ways, whether it be R&B, riffs in the voice or instrumentation, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. Well, that's how the music grows and changes, right? I mean, yeah. even when I played with Dennis uh, Kamakahi, he, he liked, you know, Bob Dylan and folk music, and he'd grab his electric mm-hmm. guitar and play stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, o- over time, everybody influences everyone. That's how you get new and exciting sounds, and yeah. it, it's good for everyone. What was Absolutely. your musical influences besides Hawaiian music when you are young? Uh... <laughs> Actually, <laughs> actually, honestly, I did not have much. It was, uh, you know, I, I feel like I started very late. Um, however, in, in immersion, I mean, we're every morning we have to open with a chant, you know, mm-hmm. before we get into class. We got to, you know, so we're singing Mele Aloha Aina songs for the, you know, f- for our for our people uh, here in Hawaii. And um, so that's really where it started, um, you know, chanting was actually something I really, really, um, you know, took to. I, I just love the dynamics of the ee and, you know, that, that vibrato in there. So um, it wasn't until high school, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Brown bags, you know, all of that. Yeah. It was brown bags at the time. Then yeah. it went to Star Yeah, Search, I think that's how we then, had to introduce you. We're like, hey, yeah. And that's when I began to explore a little bit more. And I was probably like 17 by that time. Yeah. But your, I mean, your voice was so strong. I mean, not that it isn't now, but yeah. you know what I mean? When you would yeah. sing, wow, it, it would ring like a bell and mm. you'd go, oh, okay, oh, there's a <laughs> waka. Yeah. He's coming on and he's singing. I think the first time I was introduced <laughs> to your music was I was watching YouTube randomly. Okay. And you're in a convenience store or something with ukulele. Mm. <laughs> okay. And you started singing and people were walking yeah. past you buying stuff and they would look like, oh, who's singing? You know? Yeah. And that's when I was in- introduced to your music and stuff. Okay. You know? Wow, this guy's good. Yeah, that man. was in San, Fr- San Francisco. Oh, um, that wasn't here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. No, my friend's uh, Chinatown, um, Leah Dang and her brother, uh, they had their their shop out there oh. and so i happened to be there just on a little tour and stopped by their shop and said oh can you play this ukulele <laughs> well when did the tours starting start for you like um, traveling and doing those because you go to japan often too right i do or did uh, yeah will yeah point. i'm a little small i'm a little small scale in a sense um you know i don't have all of those like with all the halals and mm. you know that everybody else is but um I guess after my my album came out, mm. just put out more music. You know that first one came out, and you know people are like, "Oh, wow, this is this is different," or finally, or you know something, <laughs> and just went with the flow. Made, started making building relationships and making you know my own little connections here and there. So the appreciation for the Hawaiian music is uh, is family based, but more so from school then. From yeah, the program? Okay. I would say more so from from school, and um, you know. As I be, you know, in the beginning, it's like all fun, right? It's just fun. Wow. Okay, I'm discovering. I can sing falsetto now. What? I don't even, you know. And I tell you, actually, how that started. I was just sitting on a bench in, at school, and um, this is real random, but <laughs> I was stretching, and then I ended up like making, you know, very Tarzan. Ooh. That Tarzan, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, uh, you know. And my friend was, and her dad was a musician, and then she's like, "Oh, wow. Hey, that was pretty good." There was actually some tone to it, so I'm like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, like, 
one thing led to the next. Uh, I started. Wait, imagine if you stubbed your toe. Right? Yeah. right? Unreal. Yeah. I probably would have been singing higher. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, that's that's pretty much how it started. Wow. And I just started, you know, tapping into it, listening. A lot of uh, music for me uh, was all done by listening. You know, Where does the, the strength that you have in your falsetto? Mm. Is that a learned thing? Is it something that you had naturally? And the person that sort of found you said... This is how you, because there's there's people who can sing falsetto, but they mm-hmm. sing, you know, their falsetto is like this mm-hmm. high sort of tinny there's thing. There's falsetto, and, you know, and there's like Kamaka yeah, there's falsetto, and then there's what you do, you know, like you can push yeah. it out and really make it yeah. go. <laughs> if, if that's a way to say it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, um, it really uh, it had just repetition, a mm. lot of practice. When I was going home. After school, should have been doing my homework. I was singing. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of good players on Maui too. Yeah, oh so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm sure players. you had to like jam with some of the best of them out there. Well, that's what's funny is oh. I, I'm a musician, you know, or music artist. I don't know what, but anyway, I I, I never attended much jam, jam sessions. Oh really? No. I'd imagine they'd be like, hey, come on, kids. Stranger. You can sing, you know, not not everybody can sing, so they need someone to sing. It was only later that I, I, I joined uh, a lot of the, uh, 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 you know, I'm like, oh, okay, well, come come our house and, you know, here's the ukulele. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was much later. In the beginning, it was just listening to the Janokiavis, Hulu Lindsay. Um, I will say there is a Kumahula, she's passed now, her name is Kiala Kukona, and, um, she directed the Kanoeo Dance Academy from Maui, Lahaina. Mm. And uh, she was the one really who taught me about precision, you know, mm. like when we're, you know, singing, strumming our instruments or stuff like that and harmony and stuff. So, you so know, there was you a little your bit. strumming style and your... Yeah. And after that, I just went on. Just pay attention <laughs> and go. Because uh, people may not see this in the video, but uh, he has a six string. I was gonna say, ukulele. let's talk about this ukulele. I, yeah. I'm so yeah. mesmerized by it. Yeah, yeah this is my baby. So, uh, first of all, what brand of ukulele is it? Yeah, shout out to Koaloha. Koaloha, Koaloha. Ukulele, the Okami family. <laughs> We're gonna get Alan back in here. We need more whiskey then. Oh, oh yeah. We had Alan on the podcast a couple of years ago already, pre pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was uh, one of the most interesting. These fun episodes that we had. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, nice. so Alan and the guys made you this. And what kind yeah. of wood is that? So we got a mix of, um, well, there's, of course, koa wood. And then you got mango. Uh, and it's stained. So it's um, they ca- call this, consider this particular stain cookies and cream, which actually turns out really well because I love cookies. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's also zebra wood. Oh, yeah. zebra wood. Yeah. Yeah, Dang, that is I would always say zebra too, but I guess the pronoun zebra, 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 really, the zebra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's my and so, did did you have the idea for the ukulele, and you said I want something? Yeah, because you notice, I mean, it is a little. I tried to get a longer. I tried to do a longer neck, but yeah, it was. I wanted to just have a have it represent myself as well. Also, my my mother. The guidance here because she's passed since so mm. um you know the eva bird is very significant to our ohana um yeah so cool, talk, talk about that a little bit the, the eva bird in your family what is yeah. what is that from oh uh, it, it really was just a guide you know one of the, one of those guides i mean you know you have the pueo is one you know mm-hmm. in Aumakua. um 
But well, so it's interesting too because brother's wearing a shirt number twenty-two. So both of my grandparents, um, well, this is a little on the dark side, but they both passed on the twenty-second. Oh wow! And so, and then on that day, there was actually twenty-two Eva birds that happened to be flying, which was very, very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. But they were flying over Haleakala. Whoa! Usually, whoa. they're by the coast and usually and, when you see them there's a storm coming right or something yeah and 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 for us that's really what it was mm, <laughs> you know our wow, matriarchs passing yeah. um, on the same day so the, actually it was interesting because so my grandmother passed um in april and then five months later then my my grandfather oh, did oh, but it okay. was on the 22nd as well oh, okay yeah wow so um yeah that's you know that became that significance um another family member of ours so we kind of just you know it's it's like that spirit animal they would always share that you know they love the eva bird so we kind of uh took on that how big is your yeah. family well it's i mean fernandez well there's I know, uh, yeah well, more I than I like, it's like it's, smith out here yeah, yeah. Well, the fernandez there's a few of them on lanai but um my mother's side is naiole Oh wow! Well, so that's <laughs> yeah. like Jones. We're on every island. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It's like the Jones and the Cabrals and the you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You, you name it yeah. <laughs> when did yeah. you move to Oahu? Uh, two thousand and nine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you've been here a little while. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the the new music that you're working on, are you recording it now, or are you just kind of starting to put? Oh, you're recording I'm in the studio. It? Yeah, I'm in the studio now. I just just started. And, and so, so you're saying that you're trying to infuse other types of genres within it, but is it going to be like a um, a Hawaiian-based album with other genres, or are you going to be doing other genres? No, it's going to be Hawaiian Hawaiian-based. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Just because that's that is more my of my foundation um, musically. Um, so we'll keep it there for now. <laughs> we'll keep it there for now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like for now is at the end of yeah. that. We're gonna, yeah. But that's neat. I mean, it's it's but, cool that yeah. you're letting your your, your influences um, sort of, you know, yeah, and match and you know you're doing some. You're feeling free to to do that with your your music. That's awesome. Yeah, and and some other in, uh, different styles of instruments, um, and sounds. You know, being that that's a healing, you know, healing source is sound. So, um, I was introduced to that space. That space mm. drum thing, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds a little Caribbean, but <laughs> but yeah. It's and who are, you, cool. who are you recording with? Uh, with Dave Tucheron. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Dave is great, and he works with all the best. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> and these are uh, these are all your own compositions. Yeah, I, I'll be doing a few covers as well. And okay. the primary yeah. instrument is your ukulele. Ukulele. Oh, yeah. Did you remember your first ukulele? Do I remember my first? Ukulele? What was it? Uh, it was actually a mele ukulele. So um, oh, after man. winning the falsetto contest, um, you know, that's when I kind of, you know, got a little, they wanted to, oh, yeah, 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 play my ukulele. So, <laughs> um, yeah, mele ukulele was the first to approach. They're on Maui. Um, and that compilation album that we did with Hula Records, um, that's the first time I ever used it. Oh, well, what yeah. year was that? <clears throat> 2003. 2003. So yeah. CDs were still around back right. then. And what are, I mean, in your opinion, what do you think, how do you feel this musical scene is going to I don't know, man. <laughs> I've been trying, to, you know, what's really, I'm so confused because, you know, back in, uh, you, you're, you're a little younger than me, but back in my day, 
you know, you would plan for your album, you would mm-hmm. drop an album, you'd go and promote the album. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the process. We're just talking about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But not, you know, and now in the like podcast that we didn't put out. Yeah. By yeah. The way. yeah. Oh, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. Archives. But, that, but now it's it's uh, people don't buy albums. They yeah. don't buy CDs. That's yeah. for sure. So it's your like album digital. is just yeah, just a digital thing that you try to promote. But then people listen to your music in all types of ways mm-hmm. because I mean, you know, there's certain. Uh, people that listen to the high sessions versions of certain songs mm-hmm. right versus the recorded version so and then every song now needs a video that you got to put out with it then and, yeah. and then I, I mean there's like bands like the green who are like are huge and they tour the mainland but i don't know exactly what they're doing out there but you, you know it, it's all over the place. i have no idea yeah. We we're just telling him because okay. over the pandemic he's been recording again with pure heart you know right right and it's it's still in the process of waiting <laughs> for him to put out the album. Wow. I told him, brother, you don't need wait till you get all these songs to throw it out there. Why don't you just okay. release singles that are, at, you know, okay. during the time when you finish, you just release one, and then yeah. the end of it all, then you yeah. have an album. Because that's know? what I think Mauli uh, just yeah. did Mowley a release did. of his new stuff, and it was single, single. Yeah. Single, Josh, single. Yeah. yeah, and Josh, same thing, right? See, they release yeah. the singles and they follow, sell the singles. Follow what the, it's the almost like the, guys are doing, It's almost bro. like the, um, uh, the Asian style of doing it because Koreans, Japanese, that's how they used to do it. They, they send out oh. the singles and they see how the singles do. And if the single does well, they'll do another single. Yeah, like BTS, like, oh. right? Yeah, BTS does the same thing. See, see I guess really? the, the difference okay. is yeah, like I came good, from a generation good. where <laughs> the album told a story or like it had, there was a certain flow to the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are old. You're old, bro. <laughs> These are old. Oh, well, see, but I—I so I thought that's the that's the way it's supposed yeah. to be, right? Yeah. But even Kamaka, like when it, when it comes to Hawaiian music too, like there's a like you sometimes you do a theme, like you're writing about mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. within, and so to release them as singles, it throws off the story. Well, you know? is there a storyline in your in your album? Not, not, not really, right? <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing American Beauty no, Green Day or anything like that. <laughs> what montage? is the theme for the yeah. new Pure Heart yeah. album? No, no, but, but you know, yeah. like I do certain songs based on like because you want a couple of fast ones and then a slow. Like you, you think it about it, like doesn't even matter. Yeah. Flow don't matter it anymore. Doesn't even matter mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and and uh, yeah. I think artists, uh, artists who've been doing music for a long time, they all are lamenting the loss of that. The the idea that yeah. you would be able to do an album that has a beginning and has an end yeah. and there's a flow and it makes sense and you go and not even not even saying that the songs necessarily are the are related to each other but the the feeling that you get off the album mm-hmm. right like if you like an album like Boston's album their first album right from the beginning to the end you get a specific feeling from mm-hmm. Hawaii in the middle of the sea brothers Casimiro if you listen to that that album out of sequence it feels weird because mm. Even though the songs don't necessarily all match up with each other, there's a there's a definite beginning and a definite yeah. middle and a definite end. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of people are just they just throwing a thing up on a wall and it seems yeah. sticks. I'll assume in the performance side of it, when you're performing that album, then you, then you put can, it in the yeah. flow yeah. into yeah. the performance. Yeah, I can John's going to be grumpy old man here. Fast, but I will say that that being super niche is is the way to go now. Mm. You know, so if you're a Hawaiian artist, then you should do your Hawaiian stuff. 
you know mm -hmm. um, because if you start veering off people get confused and mm -hmm. well have you ever viewed off just for experimental sake and fun not yet <laughs> but, but I'd, I'd love to. He's been that, waiting. Funny you should mention. I really because I have I have several different songs that I wrote over the pandemic that mm. you know it's more um, conscious thinking kind of songs. You know, can yeah. you play one for us after this? But it's not even. With we won't. My we won't ukulele. Even That's the weird. Video. It's oh. not even with my ukulele. Oh, yeah. oh really? I wouldn't even what is it with? It's just. Synthesizers, and yeah, or well, singing, or just, just singing and beats. In. I hear beats, you know, like, mm. um, uh, but I can't hear the tape. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, um, oh, what was one of them is like, um, oh gosh. Well, maybe it is kind of island, but I come from a land in the middle of the sea. You know, and it's like, mm, and okay. it's a place that many have thought of me not to be. Mm. Whether it's the color of my skin or the language that I speak, all I can say is it's aloha in my veins. Yeah, that's something new, right? Something yeah. like that. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, no, I, I forget what yeah. I said. No, no steal them, Matt. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. John, next to your heart song. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, actually, maybe it would be a great collaboration. There you oh go. Hello. Something big is brewing right oh, now. Yes. Just let us know. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, that'd be neat. Lopaco yeah. put... Oh, especially, yeah, because Lopaco, mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. what he can add. Yeah. Jake, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that'd be uh, dead. Cool. Yeah, oh, that just gave me chicken skin. I'm down. Yeah. 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 Do it. I kind of regret what I just said. You should veer <laughs> off a little bit. Do some other stuff. Yeah. I'm going to show you all the talents, man. No, but, but I think nowadays people, um, they, they want to like, more just connect with the artist on a personal level mm -hmm. versus just buying an album and I, I, yeah. I don't know I don't know so yeah some like the tangible you know something they can take home and read through the you know right yeah, the liner right. Notes I yeah I've been trying to think of like that, yeah. something that we can give out at the, at the concerts or right. something physical you know but mm -hmm. the physical is just going away by the wayside just cut off some of your hair and give that out <laughs> 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 you get that little mop top thing happening where you just I know, take a little bit uh, off the top and yeah, yeah it's put it's that in all out of control. I like cool. a little booklet with your lyrics in it and maybe the chords so that people can yeah. learn it. Ah, chords would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I guess BTS has like uh, just a million posters. Oh, and dude, yeah. Is your wife in, is your daughter into BTS or your wife? Both. Both of them are? Oh. Yep. Yeah, because then you got to buy the box. I mean, that's that's the other thing. Like the the local artists could actually learn a lot from the packaging because mm -hmm. they you buy the album mm -hmm. that's got the like the picture book in it and John, it's got the little poster Jake and, and the picture yeah, books. Yeah, we're from. not gonna do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They could. <laughs> Well, I told, I Jake's, Jake's actually looking less nerdy now. So I told you at the time of country story. <laughs> he's right? got like a he's got like a killer haircut thing. You know, wearing his he's we'll wearing make a costume for you, man. Yeah. John, you will always look. Yeah. You will yeah, always have that look of surprise, story, right? <laughs> the town and country story. Yeah. Oh, before we before we stole you away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the story? Oh, but so before we were so we were sponsored by Hawaiian Style. Yep. Mm -hmm. One time, that's how I met Kyle. Okay. But before that, we were with Town and Country. You know, for just a limited run. And I remember like they gave us a bunch of clothes, and they're like, "We want to take pictures of you guys in the clothes." So we're like, "Oh, okay." So they took just a picture of us, and then. They were like, oh, we got to get the board shorts. Can you guys, like, lift up your shirt just so that we can get the shorts, you know? They're like, okay. And then so I lift up my shirt, and they're like, let's try the paca. <laughs> <laughs> and then and they went there, they're like, oh, yeah. and no, no, never mind. We'll get the models to do it. Like, we're just totally just. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 
I totally just said, oh, forget it, guys. Is this you, really good. for the uh, <laughs> clothing <laughs> store or is it for the calendar? What, what happened? You have to shave the hair off your pico that day or something? I guess. I don't know what the problem <laughs> was. It's probably but, super uh, white and they went, whoa, I don't think we can. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is not going to sell clothes. <laughs> Well, but I you can sing, and that's the main thing. I, yeah. I, I knew yeah. at that time yeah. my modeling days were, were over. Yeah. Well, let Come me on. just say congratulations oh. to all that you've accomplished. Like, oh, thanks, man. Your solo artist as a group, and oh, man. I've, I've really been inspired by your folks' music as well. Look at that. Yeah, thank real. you. He always gets really embarrassed. I know. You make me feel really... He doesn't know what to no. do. <laughs> 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 I've got to think of a question. I was curious. You know, I noticed your... Your ukulele is from the time that you've been playing them. You don't work with a pickup. Oh, no, there's a pickup. Does it have a pickup on it? Yeah. Oh, okay, it does. Oh, yeah. there it is in the bottom. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. yeah. I was like, because I remember one time you came and I think you had just your regular ukulele. In the beginning. So, in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's how, that's how long I've known you yeah. and seen you play. Like, wow. you showed up and we went... Because yeah. I think it was I think it was Royal Hawaiian Center. Yeah. Oh, and so and we played. We have come up yeah. here, and we have we're gonna have him play. And yeah. he came up, and we went. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We so, did another mic. We did another yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to like I had to hold um, oh my, my God, microphone I was, down. That was so, so rookie. Oh really? <laughs> but actually, I think I was using at that time. I it may have been a it was a colo. I think was it a colo? Was it colo? Because I, I think don't. that's what we were there for. Yeah, but I was playing uh, Ken Potts is another ukulele mm. creator from Lahaina, um, and he didn't make uh, any of his ukuleles with pickups, oh. so I had to do the the whole thing. But, but you were playing. I mean, you played loud. Uh, I mean, part of it is because you don't have a pickup. But that yeah. that was the thing about it was the the strumming that you were doing yeah. was in. I mean, just furious, oh, and I was wow. like. Wow. So the sound that would come out of that tiny little thing, I was always yeah. really impressed. And, and then, you know, you had to sing louder than that. So yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's a, that was just more of a form or a function thing or just how you learned how to play it. Play so Honest, how did you learn? Honestly, it really, so I first picked up the ukulele when I was in fifth, fifth grade. Um, and, you know, just from there, I just kind of kept, kept playing. Um, but that strumming was probably just a mixture of nerves. <laughs> and I got to get through this freaking song. So I'm going to just, just go Jam. for broke. Go for okay. broke. You know? Honestly, I had no I had no mentor to teach me how to get on stage. What do I do? Mm. How do I, you know, it's just all by watching, wow. you know, and, and, and picking up and practicing and, and, you know, just playing from the heart, really. And, and by the way, for those of you who, who aren't quite sure exactly what we we're talking about when he was speaking about the falsetto contest, uh, Frank Bichainer, uh opened up this contest um, to people, and it was... It's the Richard O.P.E. one, right? Well, Richard O.P.E., mm-hmm. but uh, Frank, Frank started, Frank started oh, okay. the thing. Yeah, that's how old I am. I know, yeah. But, I, never, um, I never get accepted for that one. Oh. That's okay. But it was, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the idea was to not just push Hawaiian music, but yeah. push Hawaiian music without... Um, without amplification. So when you had to play it, oh. you had to play and you had to be loud enough to be heard in an auditorium. And that... Mm-hmm. Oh, so there no mics. Yeah, there's no mics. You, you're playing with... That's why when I would... When I watched him play, I went, oh, yeah, I can see why he won. Because he... Like, the strumming is so big that it moves the it moves the sound out, right? Because most people, when they're playing ukulele, you're, you're just sort of playing mm-hmm. by yourself. You're playing to yourself. You can sort of pluck out things and fool around when you're playing on that stage you got nothing it's you and a 
ukulele and your voice, and you got to be able to push all that out. So yeah. when he won the thing, he knew he had skills. <laughs> <laughs> and so to to have him um, take that and parlay it and, and push it forward, and I mean, to the place where you're at now, is really cool. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, when you think of the, the Ho'opi'i brothers, too, mm. right? I mean, they are known for Kahakuloa, you know, family from Kahakuloa, and they're singing in that valley, and this was, that was it. It was no amplification, you know, that was, um, you know, hearing the pure form of the unnatural sound of a, of a Kanye, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, so, so, so a lot of so great influences. I have a question about Maui. So if, if someone were to visit Maui, somebody could go there, what would be your recommendations to places they should go? Hmm. Are we talking like, like anything? Food? Like food or okay. is there some place? Because I always talk about restaurant Matsu because they have the best fried chicken I've ever tasted. Restaurant what? Matsu. Matsu. Oh. I have no affiliation That's with them. That's on Maui? Yeah. It's right by the airport. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a Japanese restaurant, but they do this fried chicken. It's okay. so good. My, my wife turned me on to it. I told Roy about it. Yeah. And he hasn't gone yet because I ran into Denise. I'm like, have you gone to Restaurant Matsu yet? And she's like, what? She huh. didn't remember. She mm. remember. Well, yeah, we're, we're old, but we don't remember stuff. Yeah. Oh, this sounds new. But, but <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> restaurant, restaurant or, or location or yeah. something, you know? Well, I, you know, I just went to Maui. Um, I mean, prior to the Ukulele Festival, I was there for a wedding. Okay. And um, uh, there's this place called Jack's Inn. It's a good family restaurant, and it's right there in Kahului, uh, not too far from the airport. Um. Yeah, it's kind of in that like industrial. Jacks. I've never been yeah, to Jacks. Where Ace okay. Hardware is. I'll okay, I know you. where that is. But it's good. Yeah, that's a good place. But Sam Sato's. Oh, Sam Sato's. Sam mm-hmm. Sato's in Wailuku, number one. That's the the dry cement, dry men, right? Yeah, dry men. Yeah, they got the. I mean, if you like manju, they got. You know, they're known for their manju. That's true. Um, and then for a little on the sweet side. Now, Komoda Bakery would be the, oh. usually is the first place I'd recommend. I don't know that they're still open yet, uh, you know, but um, now I'm going to say Ululani Shave Ice. Oh. Right that, across Baldwin High School yeah, yeah. on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We go there every time. Yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah. I go to that, that chocolate place. What about the goody uh, goodies? Oh, yeah. Goody oh, yeah. too. Tasaka. Tasaka goody goody. But they have, a, they have like a, a chocolate shop where they make like dark chocolate with with sea salt inside. Oh. And they make um, dark chocolate mochi. And and I'm trying to remember what the name of the place is. Huh. No, but this it's, is it's new now to me. Fantastic. Place is amazing. Wow. Yeah, so the <laughs> other the other place I work at, I'll, I'll get the name of Yeah, please. But the, they, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the they, when they bring that stuff back, they they even make these little um, I like dark chocolate, chocolate mints, dark chocolate mints. Oh, uh, unreal. I'm going to get ready all this down. You're in Maui pretty soon, right? Yeah, December. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I want the chocolate, the dark chocolate. <laughs> bring back to him. What? And then the mochi. <laughs> bring back some dark chocolate mochi. This guy. I'm just saying, dude. Yeah. You got to okay. put in the order. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ask, you know, get, bro. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Now, when you're there, do you shop at Whole Foods, Second Save, or Safeway? Second <laughs> uh, Save. Sack and save. Yeah, because actually it was right around the corner from uh, our family house in Paku's. Paku Kalo. But there's no uh, local grocery store you can promote. Sack and save is a local grocery store. It is. Store. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, okay. that's you want to put into like KTA and Big Island. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. correct. Yeah, just like KTA. Yeah, so I would walk right up, right up the road. Oh, you're right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Oh, okay. And I know what high school you went to. So yes, I was going to ask you, are you Baldwin or uh, Malik? But you did. You get it. You get yeah. it. People are listening to him, no? Oh, which high did school? Did you mention that part? Oh, yeah. What yeah. high school did you go to? Sorry, King K. Kalike. King K. Yes. With the Hawaiian version, immersion. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, you know, like um, being. When I was in high school, you know, I'm a Japanese kid from Hawaii Kai. But where I went to high school, you know, we had some Hawaiians there that, you know, came from Waimanalo side or whatever. And they were the most, like, nice, accepting group. I mean, they're intimidating to me because mm. I'm a small little kid, but these are big guys, you know. But once they saw I played the ukulele and I was interested in the music yeah, and stuff, it was just like, yeah. come on, brother. Yeah. Sit down here, you know, they would sing sing with me. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it made me love the music and the culture even more, you know, just the, yeah. the acceptance. Absolutely. I could agree with that, you know. Again, like later on is when I started getting a little more, you know, more welcomed or invited mm-hmm. to... You know, the little Kanikapila sessions. Um, remember meeting um, Lukiela from Ekolu the first oh, yeah. time. Mm-hmm. It was in one of the studios there in, in Pakukalo. Um, but yeah, just just love his heart. He was always like that, the, one of my biggest <laughs> supporters there. And that yeah. guy can sing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. We've come to this part of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Kamaka and Bell. I love it. <laughs> he, always, so, he always does this weird like vocal this is, change yeah. when he comes to this part, <laughs> and I'm like, "What oh. is happening right now?" Oh, oh. Makes it sound like we're going to give out secrets. John has the smoothest oh. segues oh. there is on, like, on the internet. And now, now we come to the part. Yeah. Like what? Wait, dun, can we dun, can we dun. ask him about can we ask him about the shirt just in case he wants to mention something? Yeah, about sure. The- oh, yeah. No, this shirt here, Leadership Summit. I just came back from um, Salt Lake City. It was a leadership cool. convention for. Uh, the company that I'm that I'm working with. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, yeah. I mean, I could go into detail. Um, basically, you know, so, I mean, we as musicians, we all know, right? I mean, I've been told all my life that we need to have a different form of, That's right. of, of work. Right. Right. Um, but, of course, here we are. You know, now we experience the pandemic. Everybody's getting used to working at home. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had to think about what was that going to be for you? It's real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. For me, it's gold and silver uh, oh <laughs> yeah so i'm just helping people you know understand how to we're gonna talk after this then yeah Wait, can you, uh, yeah. you go oh and we go huh huh right so yeah. that's exactly yeah it's helping educate people on how they can investing you know, in gold invest and their money um gold and you know a lot of people go into crypto of course and mm-hmm. you know it depends on when you go in in the market and you know if you're ready for <laughs> and if that you went volatile. in earlier you're really unhappy right now but yeah yeah so just so oh, I've been mm-hmm. con- contemplating picking up some gold and silver. Yeah. So we'll there talk you go. You know, it's an inflation hedge. In a uh, what? Inflation, inflation hedge. hedge. Inflation yeah. hedge. When the government starts printing a ton of money and yeah. you know gold lowering the value of the dollar. Mm-hmm. Every so often, John, you show off your brain and it just trips me off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, There's all this stuff you learn, and I go, "What?" You know what I wish they had? <laughs> I wish they had gold in Hawaii where you could pan for it. Oh. You have done Get by awesome my house. Bro. Come. With five yeah. bucks. Can. What? <laughs> well, Hawaii is oh, actually someone. one of the largest holders of gold in the world that a lot of people don't know about. Really? Until what? now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all over. Well, it's it's, been, it's been broadcast well, why before. Is but, well, I mean, because, you know, Kamehameha, you know, when all the sailors and stuff, they came by, they came through, they would, you know, 
oh, have pay- to drop off some, ah. you know, some, Do some their sort of payment. So, yeah. oh. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. But, but, yeah. To, no, to we'll come to the, the show, point of the show. Yeah, <laughs> if you were stranded on a desert island ah. and you could only take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of eternity, what would those three albums be? Sunday Manoa. Okay. Okay. Wh- um, which one though? Uh, Guava Jam. Okay. Okay. Um, Excellent choice. Yeah. And. Uh, you have it. No. No. Crack no, seed. Crack seed. Yeah. Oh, I would have to take that live Willie and Amy CD. Mm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> and. Is this a trick question? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Are you waiting for me to zip your heart? No, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Because people say Iron Maiden and all kinds of stuff, so don't yeah, worry. Had, you say whatever you like. Lena Girl had one of the ones that was most surprising. I forgot what she said. Yeah, she said Iron Maiden or Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. We all went. Some metalhead. Right didn't, yeah. didn't realize you were into that kind of music. You wow. Know? Yeah. So um, it's just learn. You learn about people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Anything from Stevie Wonder. Oh, mm. yeah. He's probably the most com- common. Yeah, everybody loves Stevie. Mm. Ooh, you uh, singing some Stevie Wonder would be kind of interesting. Actually, that would be pretty that'd cool, That would be man. pretty cool. Well, I actually do. Yeah. I sing, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have a we'll have that for the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon section yeah. special. Yeah. Somebody right will have to play. So uh, I'm not very um, instrument. Savvy. Savvy, mm. yeah. I mean, I only play the ukulele, and I probably can bang a few drums. But um, <laughs> so I can learn the guitar. Yeah. yeah. So usually I have uh, like I um, I just call to say I love you. I usually I've been doing that a lot. Oh, in the oh shows, okay. A little Al Green as well. Wow. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah. Let's stay together. Where can people find you to listen to your music right now? Yeah. So actually, we're at um, Board Riders in Kailua. Used to okay. be the old Jarrett. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then at the Hyatt. Hyatt Regency, um, most Thursday nights. Okay. Is it uh, just a duo trio? Duo at duo. the Hyatt and a trio at the um, Board Riders. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I got I to gotta get a gig, too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Come back with our Patreon in just a second. See you, YouTubers. <laughs> 